So I'm very happy today. We have Fred, which is an email uh, copywriter helping e-commerce business owners with their email marketing campaigns. And of course, also helping them to set up their automated workflow. Hi, Fred. Hello, yes, hi. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Yeah, uh, it's an honor and I'm really happy to become part of this program and I really wanted to uh, share my experience to your listener and to those people who are watching right now. Uh, hi from the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fred is actually um, based um, in Philippines. So, how is the uh, freelancing landscape like in the Philippines at the moment? The the freelance community in the Philippines is actively growing. Uh, it's diverse and it's promising. Uh, when when I say diverse, I mean uh, skill wise, there are a lot of emerging Filipino freelancers right now that are offering highly skilled and in-demand skills that caters to clients both here and abroad. And age-wise, I know an 11-year-old who's offering web development right now and earning wow. a monthly income out of it. I also know a lot of 50, 60 years old. Uh, who are now earning consistently six-figure income on a monthly basis uh, doing freelance work. So that's that's uh, the things that's happening right now. And also uh, with the ongoing program of the local government unit and with the help of seasoned freelancers by creating mentoring program, coaching programs, and creating courses, for aspiring freelancers, uh, we're able to bridge the gap and reach uh, the communities, especially those who are hungry to know more about freelancing. Uh, personally, before the pandemic happened, uh, we were going to the provinces, uh, teaching uh, graduating students, out-of-school youths, single parents, senior citizens, PWD, about the opportunities of working at home. And I believe three, five years from now, uh, we will continue to develop and harness the skills of the Filipino. So we'll be able to uh, sustain the demands of the going industry. Wow, it looks like a lot is happening in Philippines. And, yeah. and I really, really um, you know, admire that you are doing uh, your part to actually help you know, fe fellow countrymen of yours to actually help mm -hmm. them to cope with the pandemic. I mean, that, that was really great. Um, so what is the potential that you see in this whole uh, freelancing industry in Philippines? Um, you know, in terms of growth, do you see this, um, you know, uh, as growing as fast as what we see in uh, the US where, you know, um, there was a study that was being showed to say that by 2013, 2030, at least half of the U.S. workforce workforce will be on independent or remote work. What about Philippines? Is that something that you see happening as well? Uh, I think uh, it was around 2019 when me and a friend uh, were having this conversation because uh, there's a lot of things going on. Uh, there's a lot of interviews on radios and local media channels uh, for seasoned freelancers asking them about what it is like to work at home, how are they earning, what's the uh, common setup uh, 
especially when dealing with foreign clients. And then uh, there are uh, interviews on uh, national uh, newspaper for asking them uh, what's like, and then even the Congress and the Senate are now discussing about it. So I really believe that the, the, the path for the industry uh, is really, uh, go, going, going fast. And it was my friend, uh, Jan Pagulayan, who said that his mission is to help or make freelancing as a respected career, like a doctor, like an engineer, like a teacher. Because uh, right now, the, the the mindset is when you're a freelancer, uh, that's just a freelancer. Uh, the, the goal is to inculcate in the mindset of the Filipinos that freelancing is a career. And I really support him uh, with that. Uh, with these endeavors and that's the reason why we're going to the provinces we're educating people because uh especially the internet right now is available to everyone and the resources uh, especially when you type on google there will be some ab abundance of resources that are available there are also some free courses that are available right now so when someone or who has an interest, who wants to know about freelancing, uh, can easily have the resources available. So yeah, it, it will continue to grow and more uh, skilled freelancers will be coming out of it. So it's, it's exciting. And as you mentioned earlier, uh, the pandemic accelerated everything. And we may not be able to uh, uh, personally, I may not be able to identify the exact number, but yeah, it's growing and it will continue to grow. Yeah, I think um, professionalizing, right, the yeah. the, the freelance uh, industry, right, mm -hmm. in not only just in Philippines or in Singapore, but really the whole of Asia, right, yeah. um, and allowing, right, um, people to actually, um, you know, use their skill sets. Right and 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 actually to do business for themselves, um, I see I really see this as the future of work, right? So that's where eventually, right? Um, yeah. you know, just probably like the US, where a lot of us are moving to the direction. But of course, I think right now you have identified a very important, uh, I would say, um, um, situation as in, in terms of the mindset shift. And this is exactly the same thing we are seeing in Singapore, right? Like uh, when Creative at Works first started nine years ago. So when we approach clients to say that okay, this is our model, we work with freelancers, um. So the response that we got from the clients, oh, uh, is it because they cannot find a job? That's why they become freelancer, right? Um, you know, or who are those people? Are they trustworthy? So I think there's a lot of um, uh, misconception, right? Um, so I think it is um, up to us to really shift, yeah, shift that mindset, right? And like what you mentioned, it should be a respectable career, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, what are some of the challenges that are faced by, you know, freelancers like yourself in Philippines right now? Uh, there are a number of challenges. Uh, but, uh, the most common challenges that Filipinos face right now is the consistency of internet speed, especially in the, in the provinces. But I believe with the addition of a, uh, an internet provider, uh, this 
uh, concern will get better uh, moving forward. And then second is unexpected or uh, rotational power interruption. Uh, this ha commonly happens during the summer. And some of the freelancers I know have gen generators at home uh, specifically for that kind of situation. And then third is uh, natural disasters, or especially uh, July, December is a rainy season here in the Philippines. So uh, Nakunwoods will be expecting typhoons in the coming months. And during typhoons, uh, internet and power supplies are interrupted. So sometimes it causes us not to work for days, sometimes weeks, until the power grid or supplies are uh, back in operation. And then lastly, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, discrimination. Uh, discrimination in a sense because uh, many or some foreign clients uh, still believe that we Filipinos should not be charging premium with our services. Mm -hmm. uh, personally, uh, I experienced that with one prospect who told me that you should not be charging this amount because you're from the Philippines. <laughs> I, I don't know uh, what's behind uh, that thought or how he came up with that idea, but pricing is, is still an ongoing uh, debate conversation, especially in some of the freelance communities here, uh, whether if you should be charging hourly or per output basis or should I charge monthly? Uh, yeah, there's still an ongoing conversation with regards to that. So those are the uh, common uh, challenges right now. Again, uh, internet speed, power interaction, uh, typhoons, natural calamities, and then, you know, foreign clients yeah. think that we don't deserve to charge premium. So I can name a lot, but those are uh, the most the most common uh, challenges that we face. Yeah, I think Fred, you brought up a very important point. So to what extent uh, were freelancers in Philippines being affected by the pandemic? And what is your key takeaway, you know, from this whole thing that has happened over the last one year? During the pandemic, uh, I know some freelancers uh, lost their client. I personally was a client uh, during the pandemic. Uh, it's a dropshipping business. And unfortunately, the manufacturing company is based in China. So when the pandemic happened, the company has to close. And eventually, uh, we ran out of supplies. Uh, we can uh, sustain the demand of our customers. So client decided to close the business. But the one thing about us Filipinos is we're resilient. We hmm. learn how to adapt immediately to situations. And I, like I mentioned earlier, the pandemic uh, provided us freelancers because uh, we have the experience, we know the platform, we have the tools, uh, we understand how uh, we can uh, navigate uh, even with the pandemic. And especially during, during the pandemic, many businesses uh, were forced to close, uh, even here in the Philippines. And the, op the only option that we had back then is to transition from traditional into a 
an online business and that's that scenario provided a lot of us freelancers a great opportunity like i said uh, we we know the platform we understand it and those who wants to transition from traditional into a online business immediately turns to us asking us uh, for help for guidance and also uh, some of the seasoned freelancers actually uh, started creating courses because uh, a lot of corporate employees also lost their job during the pandemic and are now wanting to transition into working at home as a freelancer. So it gave them an opportunity to, hey, why not create a course uh, for the demand? So yeah, I I and personally, uh, in my years of the uh, as a service provider as a freelancer, it was during the pandemic that became my most profitable year as a freelancer. So yeah, I I believe uh, it was it, it yeah it, it provided a lot of opportunities. The pandemic uh, gave us an edge. Great. Great. So what are some of your plans for this new normal? I mean, uh, you know, are you trying something new? You know, are you uh, transiting into a, a different, I would say, level of your freelancing? You know, so what are your, some, some of your plans? Right now, uh, uh, my, my plan is once, once the pandemic or once the vaccine is re-implemented, I will go back to the provinces. My goal it's really to, to teach more people, uh, especially a lot of the Filipinos right now became aware of creating their own online business. And they're looking for someone who can help them transition to that. And I believe uh, if we continue to provide them the education, the awareness, and help them understand uh, as seasoned freelancers will be able to uh, target that market, uh, be able to answer their needs, their desires. And that's my goal. That's uh, once uh, everything is okay, we're allowed to organize events again. Uh, that's my goal. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's really very noble of you, um, you know, to to actually spread the experience and the knowledge, right? We're happy to help as well. So if you think that there's anything we can do, um, do feel free to to reach out to us as well. So, um, so, so training is one of the new normal or, or new plans that you have, right? Once the pandemic passed, um, in yeah. terms of the freelancing opportunity for your freelance, uh, for your fellow freelancers in Philippines, what are some of the um, opportunity that you see will arise? right, um, post-COVID, right, so that, you know, we can all prepare and build our skill sets, you know, uh, to meet those new opportunities. Uh, like, like I said uh, earlier, uh, the, the need to understand how they can transition from traditional to online, the, 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 everything is online right now. Even my hair... Uh, I look for a, bar- a barber on Facebook, uh, my nails, my laundry. I look for a person on Facebook. So everything is online. So e-commerce is going uh, here in the Philippines. And 
these e-commerce entrepreneurs wants to na uh, scale their business and they need help with that uh, social media buyers social media marketing email marketing facebook ads uh, those are the things that i see right now uh, will help them uh, run this business run their business or scale their business there are also need for uh, seos things like that since uh, online selling platforms are available uh, they also want help with their inventories how to uh, create a, an, a business or how to organize create a system for their business so those are the things that i see uh, will be in demand uh, in the next months or so or maybe in the next three years right so what would your your encouragement be for um you know for someone who uh has probably um you know unfortunately lost their job due to the pandemic mm -hmm. right and is actually thinking of yeah. moving um online to be a freelancer what are some of your encouragement or your advice that you would give to them oh five words you have what it takes again i repeat mm -hmm. uh, you have what it takes uh, the internet or the social media uh, opens the playing field to everyone. It's not like in the 80s or the 90s where those who can run or create a business are the people who have the capital, who have the connections, or from a well-known family. Right now, everyone can start something. And being online doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be a freelancer. It doesn't... Uh, uh, you don't have to box yourself. Personally, I tried Facebook marketing where I tried uh, buy and sell on Facebook. I posted a product on my Facebook page and then once a customer ordered and then I will buy from a fellow seller and then sell it. So yeah, that's selling. If you know how to play an instrument, if you're a great cook, if you're a welder, if you're an artisan, go create that content. If you have a mobile phone, if you have an internet, that's all the thing that you need right now. You have what it takes to make it online. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly. And Lisiki, mm -hmm. yeah. mm. she became so popular on social media just by posting content, doing household chores building something cooking something that's the opportunity that's right in front of you right now you don't have to be a freelancer if you're skilled of if you're skilled at something if you like poems or if you like uh doing uh calligraphy if you like writing short story go create that content post it in social media you have the platform there's tiktok there's youtube if you want Instagram, if you want Facebook, go create it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's really very good advice, Fred. I mean, I totally agree, right? I mean, now with mobile phone, right, every one of us is content creators in our own right, right? Um, yes. And with social media, it just allows us to actually build a community of our own. 
right? So mm-hmm. that we actually rally and bring together like-minded professionals or even people who, you know, uh, share the same passions, right? It kind of mm-hmm. like uh, bring the world so much closer, right? Um, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter where you are, right? As long as we all love gardening, right? Uh, we can yeah. always share the expertise, share the experience. If you love plants, yeah. Grow plants and post on social media. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then throughout through the process, you're able to build your community, and then on top of that, you become an influencer. <laughs> yeah. Then you start building your confidence, and then wow, I can I can create something out of this. You can create yeah. the business. You can offer coaching for those who wants to grow plants. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you have what it takes. That's that's really great advice, um, Fred. I I really loved it. Yeah. I think sometimes we just need a little bit of confidence, right? Um, I think especially at a period like this, we all know everyone is going through different challenges, right? But I think at the end of the day, this will pass. The question is, you know, when this pass, are you ready for the new normal? Exactly. That's the question. Yeah. Right. Right. Thank you so much, Fred, for your all your advice. I just have one last question. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. No, no error. Yeah, just have one last question before I let you go because you know your your advice uh and, and your guidance was so valuable. So if you could give one piece of advice to a young freelancers in Asia, right? Uh what would you mm-hmm. say to him or her? Keep on writing. <laughs> That's it. Make it a habit to write every day. Every services or every uh, skill that I know of that are offered as a freelancer involves writing. Facebook ads, social media, content, blog, email, everything. So if you develop that writing skills, you will never run out of gigs. You will never run out of projects. Uh, don't force yourself into something that's uh, out of your reach. Focus on what you have. And with a, with a pen and paper, you can start it today. Make it a habit. For 30 days, you will see the difference. Uh, Personally, uh, I'm not a fluent speaker uh, in, in English, but when I started uh, writing every day back in 2017, I saw uh, a huge difference from my mindset into dealing my clients and into yeah, writing. Uh, I write emails for a living. If you will tell me that, five, ten years ago that I will make a living out of writing. I will say you're crazy, but that's what I'm doing right now. So yeah, keep on writing. Yeah. I mean I, I agree as well because I think um every business is right, um writing is proving to be more so important especially yeah. for digital platform. Um and I think writing is also a form of art. Right, in terms of yeah. um, knowing the product well and convincing people. So it is a very, a very valuable, um, I would say, skill sets for any type of freelancer. You doesn't have to be a writer, 
yeah. Uh, so you know, even if you are a a, a content creators, even if you are a social media guy, you know, writing is important and a good skill set to have. Yeah. Right. Okay. Thank you so much, Fred. Thanks for your time. So if you enjoy our show, um, do let us know by clicking the like button or leave a comment below. So subscribe and hit the bell so you won't miss on our next interview. Enjoy our Creative at Words community on Facebook, Instagram. We will also post out Fred's um, social media handle as well. So if you like to connect with Fred right, and to find out more about what he's doing, please feel free to reach out to him. <laughs> yeah, until then, bye everyone. Yeah, thank you, Fred. And have an awesome week ahead. <laughs>